Yes, I got a sound mind, a lot of things. Come on! I ain't gonna preach too long. I ain't gonna take the service too far. My sermon this morning. Tell them no, no, no. Come on, come on. Tell them no. Tell them no, no, no. In the kitchen, cause the wind gets through and need to eat. I'm mustin'. Fix me collard greens and cornbread and rice. Chicken breast, oxtails on the side. Got a little vegan on the wood, get my bitchy ready. Cause when it gets through and need to ride. Come on! Dr. West, count the money, count the money, come back and tell us what you raised. We ain't gonna find another people. I got some people there looking for some best. First, God gotta get the praise. Come on, y'all. See, there's an old saying. When the praises go up, you get the blessing coming down. I got some beavers in the church. God Almighty, look at them, they're messing around. Come on, come on. Woo. Hell no. Till the no, no, no. I got people in the church smoking weed, drinking whiskey, they drinking a lot of gin. What you say? I got the preacher with the night prayer meetings all about ten in the amen. Early Sunday morning, about a quarter and a half past ten. Yeah. I got some people they coming off the street, God Almighty, look at them, they're strolling in. They need help. They land at the altar, they confess the sin, their sin. Come on, wait. Time is here Monday morning. They doing the same thing again. Hypocrite, hypocrite. Hell no. Come on. Tell them no, no, no. Tell them no. Tell them no. Tell them no, no, no. Listen. Got kids dropping out of school. Talking about they don't want to learn. Yet they're standing on the corner rolling blunts. Talking about come on, let's learn. Y'all better get back to school. I got kids walking up and down the street.
All right. And um, not just go and read one, you know, your favorite newspaper, watch your favorite um, media outlet or what have you. You have to go through multiple, multiple sources and things, valid sources, okay? <laughs> I would say valid. Because some of them things out there, man, you read them and they would have you all out in space somewhere. So valid sources. And once you read and you start dissecting the different articles and videos you watch, you eventually will get the whole story. You know, then after your initial rush to judgment happens, you can go back and reevaluate and, and see if you still believe what you believe. Yeah, that's right. I like the way I said that. But anyway, regarding um, the Rittenhouse case, um, there were some interesting things that I um, came out of, of it with as far as the verdict. And we're going to talk about a little bit of that here before I open the phone lines. Because I know a lot of people have um, their own opinions about what happened. And, of course, you expect that. You, know, you have those on one side of the, division, of the division line and the divide line. And you have the other group on the other side of the um, divide line. And, and out of those group, 20 to 30% aren't going to change their mind one way or the other. If you sit there and hit them in the head with all the facts, and they sit there and watch the whole thing go down, they still don't believe one thing or another. Okay? Now, let's get to the verdict before I go uh, back up to the top, the front of the file. I mean, the the, the, the trial. <laughs> all right. So the verdict was not guilty. All right. And on on the grounds, basically, of, you know, self-defense. He was protecting himself. All right. So after going back and looking at some of the more of the facts, as I told you all before, I didn't watch any of the trial. I, I just didn't. I didn't want to. But going back and, and looking at, at, at the facts and stuff that were presented, to be fair to the jury that was selected, it was a fair it was a fair verdict. It was. It was self defense. Technically it was self defense. Now, I know some of y'all don't want to hear that or what have you and feel he Yeah, but it was self defense. It was. He got hit in the head twice with a skateboard. You know. And and you know, once I thought about that, I, I went to thinking a little bit more. I'm like, okay, so did he get hit in the head with the skateboard first, or did that other guy throw the bag at him or told him he was going to kill him? And did that all play into his de- decision to fire his weapon? Yeah. That, that, that was something that came to mind. But either way, you know, being that he was attacked first, it was self-defense. Physically, it was self-defense. I, I'm just going to put that out there. Now, being that it was self-defense, now I say it, it was a, you know, that was the um, verdict. And I say, okay, that was fair. That was fair. 
I thought about a couple of other things as well after this whole thing was over, as in what message was sent with this verdict? Okay, what message was sent um, and who benefited the most from this, from this verdict? Yeah, we know, I don't know Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, he he off, he got off, okay, blah, 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 pending, you know, maybe a retrial or what have you. If I was the prosecutor, I will just leave it alone. I, I personally would because the case that he did present was shabby. It was worse than the case that um, Marsha Clark presented against O.J. Simpson. It was just that bad. It was a horrible um, case. Some of his own witnesses um, derailed his his um, case. So yeah, that 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 was bad. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Um, but let's go on to get into the, some of the things I, I thought about. You know, and a lot has been said about the judge. You know, yeah, the judge. You know, the judge was something else. Oh, yeah, that judge was something else. And I think he set the tone early, way early during pre-trial hearing. Yeah, during the pre-trial hearing. He that. And see, here's, here's something. So why, this, this is why I tell you to go read it. Go do your own research. Because everything you kept, if you were to find on the Internet in the beginning, was the judge said that the the rituals, all right, right they were just, uh, I'll take them, we're not allowed, they be called loose robbers and arsonists. Okay, that's what the, just the main headline said. But if you went on to read further, it's okay? So what was, no, they're not victims. No, there are arsonists there, but he thinks if the evidence proves so. Okay, now, <laughs> which is woo, something else we're going to get into in a moment. But, um, yeah, so the judge went on and said that. Um, but his, his reasoning behind it, see, no one really knew why he said it besides what he said it. But in a later interview, the judge defended his decision to not allow the people who were shot to be called uh, victims because he said it was unfair to Rittenhouse. He said, how would you like to be put on trial for a crime, and the judge introduced the case to the jury by introducing you as the defendant and the person who's accusing you as the victim. He asked, is it so difficult to use the term complaining witness instead of prejudging what the jury is here to determine? Now, that's that's the way he explained it. Okay? But it's saying... I understand that statement that he meant right there. But when he failed to realize, he was doing the same thing that he said he didn't want the prosecution doing. He was doing the same thing. Subliminally, you know, telling the juror they aren't victims. They aren't victims. You know, people, we, we are simple-minded when it comes to some things. And the only thing you're going to hear is not the victim, arsonists, looters, 
Yeah. And riders. Okay? That that's what you're gonna hear. So although I understood what he was saying, okay, let's make this let's give it a fair trial, okay? Cuter wanna use the word victim. As I always say, words are important in, especially in legal matters. Okay. Victims listen to what I'm saying now. Victims indicate that you basically uh how can I put this? You were the <laughs> a scepter of whatever happened. You had nothing to do with uh, causing anything to happen. You were just a victim. You know, you were just innocently there, and it happened to you, basically, in most cases. Okay? And the judge was like, yeah, but no. No, 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 no. If the defense, defense can actually prove that these individuals were involved in any of the looting, rioting, or arson or fires that were going on during that time, then yes, they can be categorized in one of those three categories. Labels. Y'all know what I feel about labels. And that's what the judge said. It was fair, but I think at the same time, he kind of manipulated the situation um, in the same way he was trying not to let the prosecutor do. Okay, these are my opinions now, okay? With facts spread in, but these are my opinions. I know everyone is not going to agree. Some going to call me some names, and that's fine, too. If, you're, if your brain is that smart, then, hey, call me what you want to. Um, yeah, so I think that, that set the tone immediately. I really do. I think I really do. That set the tone immediately. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I, as far as who did it benefit? Who did it benefit? I'm trying to go through it quickly so I can get take y'all calls because I see y'all firing up right about now. Um, it was a win for the Second Amendment for those that believe in the Second Amendment. It was a win for the NRA. It was a win for the NRA. You had this young man that spent half his time in Illinois, the other half in Kenosha, where the incident happened. See, that's another uh, part of the story that wasn't really told. He spent half the time with one parent and half the time with the other, okay? So basically, he was a citizen of Kenosha as well. The only thing we kept hearing was he crossed state lines from Illinois. But he had both parents, he had parents that lived in both cities. In both states, okay? So let's go and clear that up. But anyway, it, it was a win for the Second Amendment. It was. That if you go and purchase a weapon, even if it's an AR, you know, I don't know why they made so much of an AR, them some raggedy, anyway. Um, I regress on that. Um, <laughs> you know, you carry it legally, and in the law's uh, under the law, if you use it in defense of your life, you're okay. You're okay. You're good. You're good. And, and that's a win for the Second Amendment, especially with all the nonsense going on. And you hear the room, the, the scuttlebutt all the time about somebody want to take take your weapons and da 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 da. But we all know logically, they would never get all the weapons. We know logically everybody don't 
um, get weapons legally. Everybody don't use weapons legally. Okay? <laughs> Let's be honest about that. But in the overall picture, this was a win for the Second Amendment. It was. It, it was a win for the Second Amendment. Um, but here's something that I, I, I thought about that really, really stood out. Um, it was a thank it. It was an article I read. Well, a few articles I read where former President Trump um, said basically that um, if he had his chance, his 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 choice, he would shoot the, the protesters and stuff. Of course, they use Antifa, you know. But basically, anybody involved in the BLM movement protests, you know, he would shoot them. He would shoot. Now, that leaves a whole area of gray right there, you know, because everything usually is taken out of context or said out of context. So the question is, was he speaking of the ones that were actually committing the crimes doing, or was he talking about anybody who booked the system and decided to protest? And that is the other thing. This happened during a protest. A BLM, BLM, Black Lives Matter protest at night. At night. Now, why am I emphasizing at night? Because usually when violence and all that craziness jump off, it's late at night. When the majority of those that are there to actually protest peacefully are gone. And then you have the night riders to come in. That's what I call them, the night riders. Because the night riders are the ones come in and, hey, we're going to destroy some stuff just because. It's not, they're not going to get the blame with another. It's not going to go against the Black Lives Matter protest. So what was the message? If you participate in Black Lives Matter protests and you're in the wrong spot at the wrong time, you can have your life taken. And it will be legally acceptable in most instances. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've seen people, you know, say, well, Trayvon Martin, you know, that was another instance, blah, blah, blah. Yes and no. Yes and no. But this is this here this this verdict here was really more more uh woo, important to some. It really was. And detrimental to others. And also, you know, like everybody do, when you have people who's wounded, first thing they want to do is go and look up their criminal history. Okay, so all three of these individuals were felons. Okay, they were felons for different things. You know, Candace Owens out there on, on Twitter talking about Rosenbaum, you know, if he would be alive, he'd be out there molesting children or whatever. She doesn't know the, 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 the situation of that man's case. But that's how easy it is to jump to conclusions by listening to a, a what they consider themselves as an influencer that's just there to run their mouth, basically, hot air. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think of this whole case and some of the things that went on, 
Yeah, you really can't argue with the verdict. You can't. You can't. Because technically he was defending himself. Technically, he did live in the city of Kenosha. Basically gave him, um, which made me wonder what was his real intent when he went down there. Yeah, to defend, but but what was his real intent? You know, I think the prosecutor did a, a, a prosecution did a really poor job of trying to get to that because you could tell he was well coached. Now, when he they put him on the, on the stand, he was well coached. So you needed somebody to get under their skin, and the prosecutor just wasn't 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 good at it. Heck, I know some women to get on the get him on the prosecutor and break him down. But then again, that's the way. That's why you have a trial, right? Now, the other thing, as I, I like to often say, you know, we got one side and one side, but the other sides we, we will never have is those other two individuals that died. We will never have their side of the story. You know, and why was this? Uh, why did the other clown have a weapon as, as as well? And why would you take it and point it at someone when you see they're holding a, a, a rifle? That makes no sense either. So you have a whole bunch going on in this scenario that people kind of overlook. But when you put the whole puzzle together, the verdict is is logical. It is. It's logical. Given all the facts that were presented and how the prosecutor didn't prove a reasonable shadow of doubt that the guy was defending himself. I know some of you are upset that I'm saying I'm supposed to be raw, raw, raw. Yeah, but I just got to call it like I see it. <laughs> I really do. I mean, it's, it's, it's logical. So that's another one down. They have their victories. I'm sure the Republican Party is going to run with it as much as they can. Um, as far as the judge, I know a lot of people wonder, well, where was the judge? Da, da, da. Well, the last known political affiliation the judge had was back in the 70s, and that was Democrat. He was put in, all, in, in, on, the, in, in on the bench by a Democratic governor. So that, that kills the thought of, now he's a Republican, he's a Trumpster. Well, that 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 basically that has nothing to do with none of it right at this moment. And you you know what know what this is, and I say it all the time. And basically, this is a, an example of what I'm talking about. Nobody knew knows really knows what that judge's affiliation is except for him. Okay, he's the only one who knows. Using that, you have to take go back and look and see, okay, what was his decision? Yeah, some of them things, you know, decisions he made were kind of odd, to say the least. But he did have his reasoning. He did. Everybody got upset because they, he let Rittenhouse, you know, pick his jurors out of the, the um, hat. But um, he said, I do it because an incident that I had in a case I tried in Racine. I think it was a number case, a murder case, but I'm not sure. And there was a black defendant, and there were 13 jurors. One of them was black, and when the clerk, the clerk, the government official drew the name out of the tumbler, it was a black, the black, the only black. Since that time, um, 
he said he only allows the defendants to select alternate jurors so they feel better. He said, we talk about optics nowadays. That was a bad optic, I thought. I think people feel better when they have control. Yeah. You know, and also in in this article, he went on to say that, um, um, you know, next time he won't have any cameras or anything in, in his um, courtroom. So that that was some of the, the judge's reasoning why he made some of the, the rulings that he did. And after reading and researching, hey, I'm with him on it. I'm with him. I'm with him. So if you know you get in trouble out there and you, you hire your attorney, you make sure they're on top of their game. Because they're going to have to be. Legal terms and, and interpretations and intent, all that matters in the trial. It really does. And if your attorney is not smart enough to push intent or, or to protect your intent, then, hey, if it's left up to strangers, it's left up to strangers. It's a crapshoot. But, okay, that's enough about that right now. So I'm I'm taking your calls. Line from 347-838-8622. Tell me what you thought about the, um, the, the verdict itself or what I've said, anything I've said about it, and uh, we can ride with that. All right? So let's get to it. All right, uh, let's see. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? And talk to me. What's going on, there, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Once again, Who am I talking to? Pretty good. Well, you know these are facts. Oh, all facts. What's huh? going on with it, man? This is all facts. What's going on? All facts. Oh, all okay. Facts. All right. All right. What's up, man? You you sound far away. You don't sound the same for some reason. <laughs> Oh, I sound far away now? I sound better now? Yeah, you sound better now. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right. um, well, first of all, you know, we were in the military. They tell us, well, hi, everybody. Mr. Talk's audience wonderful. My name's all right. We go way <laughs> back. But, Mr. Talk, listening to you, I mean, hey, the case is what it is. Not guilty, not guilty. All right. But these are the things that I want to talk about. In the military... They taught us to pay attention to detail and stay alive. And listening to you, I paid attention to detail real good. When the Mm -hmm. judge cited his first case about allowing the juror or the alternate juror, I don't know, a juror being selected by the defense, he allowed a bailiff to do the drawing. In this one, he did not do the same thing. He allowed the defendant, the actual defendant, to touch a piece of paper or to do the drawing. Okay. You don't supposed to do that, in my opinion. Okay. That, no, you keep it, no, you should keep it as though if it's going to be a drawing, it's going to be a lottery. Do not allow the defendant to put his hands in, quote, unquote, to me, that's like evidence. To me, that's a sensitive item. You don't allow him to do that. You have the judge or you have a court appointed or someone who works for the government to actually do the, the drawing because that's non-biased. They're supposed to be non-biased and non-presidential anyway, especially a bailiff. And, and I'm just saying him knowing that someone from the court actually did it in that way and allowing 
this time, in this situation, to allow the defendant to actually pull in, I think that was a little biased. Okay, I was thinking he was trying to say, well, you know what, um, hey, he may have prayed or he may have his lucky rabbit's foot, he may have his fingers crossed, and he may look up and pick the right juror because it only took one to even give a hung jury. I don't think he's – so I Those thought he was fact. a little biased in that, in, that, in, that, in that frame. So when he says – when he referred to that first case, usually when they set or, or refer to a case as precedent, they do the same thing. They don't try to alter and play games with that. So um, that was a little biased. Another thing about it is, listen, I was wrong. According to the courts, they said that he had a legal gun. He didn't come from one state to another right. state with a gun. Right. So, that, right. so that, that's where I'm corrected at. Now, having said that, it still goes to the situation, and I think the prosecution gives a very good point. Because when you have a law here, people will use this case as a precedent to get away with murder in the future. Because they're saying if someone is going to be aggressor of a situation, then that aggressor can also defend their life and cause self-defense. No, but before we even had guns and stuff, we know instigators and troublemakers can't cry self-defense. That's like a, um, that's like the perpetrator crying victim. Just real quick, if I invite someone over my house in the southern state, they have a right to curry. I don't know. Right to concern can do. Oh, we have a little disagreement out loud in my house. We get into disagreement. I call the police, say this guy is not going to move while the police is coming. This is guy getting aggressive. I'm telling him he must leave even before the police. I have every right. And under the Constitution, every right to defend my house, I physically try to get him out of my house. He says, since I physically try to um, um, get him out of my house, he had to get his gun and kill me. Now, all this is on my video camera. Mm-hmm. He can say, he can say, he can say he felt in fear of his life and get okay. away with murder. Uh-huh. Because that's what Rosenbaum did. He put himself in a situation, a young child, put himself in that situation where it was chaos, open air, someone's going to shoot him, and he was willing to use that gun. He was just waiting for something, and he was instigated. I'm just saying, okay. I, I don't care, right, right, and I'm done after this. Right now, people are getting a little anxious because at the Amar Aubrey, uh, 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 closing argument, people are walking around with loaded guns. I don't know if they're black, African-American, but people are walking around the court in Georgia with loaded guns walking the street, and that's intimidating. Most countries don't have ordinary citizens walking around with machine-like guns, not in China, not in Europe, not in India. This is America's the only place that that can happen, well, not the only place, one of the very few places on this planet Earth that that can happen. And I'm letting you know whether they're Republican, whether they're Democrat, whether they're there for the right, we you, the ordinary citizens, uh, citizens are allowed to bring guns with bullets in a regular, ordinary downtown city 
and it's for the law. I'm let in today's society, not talking about 1800, 1700, 1600, well, not even the 1600s, early 1900s. It's a different society, brother. It's intimidating. The posture is threatening. That's all I want to say, Mr. Talk so far. All right. Well, thanks, man. And. You know, as I said before, that's why this that, that case right there, the Rittenhouse case, was a win for Second Amendment and the NRA. You know, it basically say it could be done as long as you're within the law. It, you know, in Texas, you, know, you now you can carry, if you don't have any felonies or anything like that, you can carry without even a, a permit. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So that's just it, it just sets a precedent, as you said before, for something else. Now, as far as um, Rittenhouse going looking for trouble, say he was, you know, feeling he was going, you know, unload on whoever bothered him first or what have you. That, that's like I was saying before. It goes back to intent. The prosecution never proved this kid's intent because the coach, the, 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 the Rittenhouse was coached very well when he got on that stand, very well. Okay, so and, and the intent, the intent that everybody was looking for just never came out. And he maintained that he was there to protect property in a city that he did live in. You understand? Yeah, he's 17. Yeah, did he lie about some things? Of course. You know, about being a paramedic and a few other things. But overall, they never could prove intent. Uh, that there was a shadow of doubt that he definitely went there to kill someone. They never proved it. Now we all well, know if you we all know if you go down somewhere with a weapon, you know nine times out of ten you're looking to do some harm to somebody. The first chance you get, you know my 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 father may he rest in peace told me something a long time ago. He said because I used to ride with a axe handle in my car. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all, y'all just don't know. <laughs> I used to ride with an axe hound in my car and wouldn't ha- wouldn't hesitate to use it. And he saw it one day. I say when I have to have a business, you know. He say, you know, if you ride with a weapon, you're more likely to use a weapon. If you don't ride with a weapon, you're more likely to use your brain. And it took me some years to figure out what that man was talking about. But now, thinking about it, it makes a whole lot of sense. However, when it comes to the law and a trial, if they can't prove the intent, then it was it was it was a self defense because he did get hit in the head twice with the, with the skateboard. Now let's let's be honest, them skateboards aren't the, the softest things. So he did get hit in the head. Somebody tried to stomp him and stomp him in the head. So, hey. That's self-defense right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he was threatened. One one of the guys threatened to kill him if he ever caught him alone. So all intent was proven for the others or even shown. But as far as Rittenhouse, there was never any intent proven. There never was. But thanks, all facts. Let me go on to get to the next caller, man. I'm going to put you in the queue, all right? All right, All right. Uh, let's see. Come on, P. Yankee. Talk to me. I know you got some stuff to say. Hey, look. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Thank you for asking. What you, you know, got, uh, 
Hearts of Fire is an American classic by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, um, that's the way of the world is the name of the song, but okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an American classic. It's one of those songs. I'll tell you two others around that same time frame. One was Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. You remember the song in uh, Saturday Night yeah. Fever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had another one that uh, people are starting to play now was uh, House of the Rising Sun by the Animal. You ought to play that. That is a damn good song. And you should okay. hear that organ player. He was a sound okay. so good that Ray Charles said, I got to have one of them. Okay. Well, next House time I do a show on music, I'll make sure I'll cover that. But what else you got to talk yeah, I mean, about music, as well, what we're talking about? Music is good music. Well, yeah, I know this. Well, you're talking about the, everything people were lying, saying about Mr. Rittenhouse. And look at all the racism he faced, especially the news media. The news media has got completely out of control. Mm-hmm. They were the one that was propagating all those lies, saying he had an AK-47 and all those things about his mama driving him and one thing after another. And that, okay. in fact, where a lot of the mess starts. Hell, Wisconsin's law, open carry. It says children over 12 and under 16 allowed to use rifles and shotguns under very limited supervised situation. And before okay. that, before that, it says the section applies on to a person under 18 of age who possesses or is armed with a rifle or shotgun. What he was doing, he wasn't, and, and it gives stipulations in cases it's legal because, you know, people used to saw those things off, those weapons off, especially the shotguns, and use them for, uh, for the wrongful purposes. But let's talk about something else. You had a motorist that ran his car through a parade there in Wisconsin. That's not what I'm talking about right now, Pianke. Oh, no. well, <laughs> you pretty much okay. said everything about Kyle. Kyle Rittenhouse is a hero. And it wasn't necessary okay. for the NRA. It was for all American U.S. citizens who is protected by the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. Okay. Well, I'm not going to call him a hero. I'm I'm not going to call him a hero because I don't think he was a hero. I take my head off to John Jay and his helping to authorship the Bill of Rights was included the Second Amendment. You know, the Bill of Rights came after the Constitution was ratified. They took a chance, but everything worked out fine. Yeah, for some anyway. And the news media <laughs> that lied to, like CBS, reporting him to be a murderer before the trial. Joe Biden calling him a white supremacist. People said he only showed up because it was a BLM, Black Lives Matter rally. Well, he said he agreed with Black Lives Matter. It's in the paper. You read that? No. No, I didn't read nothing, <laughs> nothing like well, that. Well, it's, it's hey, in there. He said but, 
He agreed with well, yeah, the, he, he agreed with the premise of Black Lives Matter. Okay. And you know All another right. thing, this idea of where you got these companies that's firing people like Norfolk, Virginia Police Department fired, fired Officer William Kelly. It was Chip Fowler, the city manager that did. The police chief is Larry Boone because he okay. donated $25 to his son. That's wrong, okay. man. I donated to his son, and I donated to Larry Kelly's son just last night. Well, yeah, for you, that's not surprising, Pianchi. It, it, it really isn't, but okay. Millions of All others. Right. And thanks well, to let Candy, me come back to you because I got Candy, other callers Candy, I need to get in. To thank the candidates for putting it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me bring in these other ones. I'll come back and put you in queue. All right. I'll be here. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have him? What do you have for me? Hello, Eric. Hello, Pianchi. Hello. Oh, it's the snowing bear. The snoring bear. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you was cutting them, cutting them last show. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry. you are. But, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not the first show I've fallen asleep on. <laughs> well, we know. We know. It ain't the first time you fell asleep on mine, so I understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten. Yeah, I know. You're old and decrepit. It happens. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> tell me what you think. Um, I understand your uh, your concerns about the judge and his message saying that you shouldn't call uh, them victims. And I didn't read the um, um, a lot about it, but I did see the headline. Did he say that they shouldn't be called victims, but that they should be called protesters or rioters what was the alternative that he wanted for victims well well and that's what i was saying earlier um that's all you saw but the rest of that was um as he explained it um and those are even more loaded terms than the word victim he said let the evidence show what it shows in other words what he was saying is no, I'm not going to let you sit here and just call them victims, okay? No, they're not going to be that. They can be, listen to how, how I'm saying it now, they can be called looters, they can be called rioters, they can be called arsonists. If, okay. the, evidence, if the evidence proves so, proves it, oh, okay. then yes, you can use those terms. What he was saying is, no, I'm just not going to let you go through the whole trial calling them victims when they may not be victims. That was, yeah. I mean, that was it. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm agreeing with you in that. He seemed to, he didn't want to um, impose a confirmation bias on the jury. He didn't want right. them to be predisposed against Rittenhouse, which I think is right. a good thing. Right. But if he says, you can call them looters, arsonists, and rioters, then he's also saying that these people, in a subliminal way, He's saying that the people that were shot, they deserve to get shot. Right. Um, I don't agree with that. I think he should have, if you wanted to remain neutral. And, of course, he says if it's proven that they're li- uh, rioters, looters, et cetera, but the case wasn't about proving um, them. It was about proving mm-hmm. whether or not Rittenhouse was justified. I don't know right. if the prosecution or the defense um, took the time to say, um, that the people who were shot were rioters, protesters, et cetera. I don't know. 
But at the very well, beginning of the case, if the judge uh-huh. is given that kind of admonition, I just think he should have said, don't call the victims and the other people who were shot. Call everybody people or a person. That, to me, is a neutral term that I don't think the prosecution nor the defense could object to. Good point. Very good point. Yeah, good point. But uh, what you just said is the whole, everything I said as, as far as, you know, calling them victims and all that. Well, heck, call everybody victims. Let, you know, let the jury solve it, <laughs> figure it out. But it, it is what it is, you know, that it showed, you know, the intent. And and here's the other thing. You know how defense the defense attorneys always throw out that um, great word, you know, that, that criminal history of those other ones, you know, and they all were felons, so that played right into the wheelhouse. Now, is there any evidence or video showing them really, you know, destroying anything? I haven't been able to find any, um, and I, and I haven't I mean. read anything. Yeah, because so then, yeah, because yeah. then that they would be presumed to be either a rioter or a looter or an arsonist. And right. if it hasn't been proven, that that imagery is still in the minds of the jurors. That's why I say you should right. only use the term people. And by the way, right. all facts. I haven't saw, spoken to all facts or heard all facts in a couple of years, maybe two or three. He sounds You good. heard him? Yeah, you, you must have been out because he was on the show last week. I mean, last Joe, week. You, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. prior, prior to that, uh, I wonder if he went back to college because he sounds like um, he went back to school. Hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I, I'll let him answer that in a little while, but I got some okay. more callers to bring in. All right. That, All right. Yep, I'm through. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go here. Uh, triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hi, this is Miss Lady. I've been listening about 15 minutes. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing wonderful, Miss Lady. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Good. Listen, um, I haven't heard all facts in a minute. He says he has a show on Blog Talk Radio. Do you know what the name of his show is and when it's played? I'll hook you up with him so he can tell you, okay? <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. There's somebody else that was just asking about him on okay. t- um, TRS. Okay, and everybody. So they they said, we okay, all facts, all facts. You need to go in the chat room, put your information in the chat room, so I can relay it to these individuals. Oh, I, I can't. I'm, I'm driving. I can't. I, I got that. you. I got you, Miss Lady. I'll let you know. Okay, I will let you know. Oh, okay. All right. No, so, listen, it, this, um, uh-huh, this go guy, ahead. Uh, you know, um, um, hero. No, he's nobody's hero. Was he going down there to protect black people's property? From getting um, trashed or destroyed. I mean, really. I mean, why would he? Why he would be designated a hero by anybody? It, it, you know, it's kind of astounding. Um, I think (laughs) what this shows is that there needs to be a change in their in their laws regarding open carry, and you know, maybe increase the age. Uh, people that can carry those type of weapons. And so I think that's on their their state uh, statutes. They need to change those. Uh, And so this is a... uh, And, you know, to be honest... Go ahead. mm -hmm. And it does 
it does it did appear to turn into a case of um, self defense for him, but um, I, I I I he he went down there wanting to be the big guy with his big weapon, and um, you're right when you're looking for something you'll find it more than likely, and it's really unfortunate um, that all this has happened. Um, and I understand that the people that were killed, a couple of them weren't the nicest people in the world. So um, a lot of folks are saying, I'm, I'm staying out of it because it's really, you know. <laughs> you know but I think it'll be interesting. Was, was he ever part of any kind of white supremacist group? Had he ever, was there any... Um, um, there was there was ever... no there was no mention of any that I can remember. I mean, there's no mention besides uh, going yeah. to the paramedic or, think... or whatever. But go ahead. So how did he, so? Do you really believe? I mean, that was pretty quick for him to say he believed in Black Lives Matter. Did he say that when he was interviewed, or he must have been prompted to say that? But um, <laughs> it, it could be. Uh, he may. I mean, I has, mean, he, he, has he ever been to any black? Has he ever been to any Black Lives Matter protests or been involved in the organization on any on any level? I, I don't know. I can't has answer that, Miss Lady. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, that's that's the question. Some of the questions the prosecutors should ask. Then, you know, I mean, but it but did it come down to? Because this was a Black Lives Matter protest, or would he have done that for any protest? We don't know because that question was never asked. You know, because that would that would basically uh, go towards what intent or what have you. What was he going down there with the weapon? What what property was he? he well, he see, that's that's another technicality. That's another technicality. He was a citizen uh, uh, of that that city. You know, at least half the time of the half the year. So. What he do, you know, he was protecting property in his city. You know, there was the things out there where he wiped, supposedly cleaning graffiti and what have you. So, once again, if intent was was not proven, then you know everything is a crapshoot. Everything is up in the air. Proven innocent, well, I know, especially I know, in this I, case. Yeah, innocent until proven guilty. I understand about legal intent, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm just posing questions. You know, because he's saying, oh, I believe in Black Lives Matter. And I'm just saying, is anybody, his friends, anybody else? Oh, yes, he was involved. He's been to protests before. Oh, he supported Black Lives Matter. He's, you know, even in his college, you know, excuse me, his high school, you know, did he ever talk about Black Lives Matter in a, in a positive way or at all in a negative way? That's what I'm just wondering. I don't know. I may have to go and look for you, see if I can find some more on that. Just for you, Miss Lady. Just for you. But um, yeah, <laughs> you know that there's there's some. Yeah, but um, I mean, he did questions. have he did have it. Somebody he was being hit with a skateboard in his head. Yeah, that's, that's the deadly right. weapon. So yeah, you yeah. know. But if he hadn't had the gun with him, he would have been hit in the head with the skateboard. So that's the open carry law problem. What? Okay. You know that that's a very very interesting point but the question is then the question comes would he still would 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 he be alive today then 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because they wouldn't. They because they think he was assaulted because he had that big gun out, and he probably well. had a, a, a very, you know, so he probably wouldn't have been. Were other Maybe people not. assaulted down there? I'm sure. I'm sure there was a, a couple of assaults going on, but I don't think any two of say well, well, I mean, individuals we, lost their lives, especially in, in such a, a case like that. Right, because they probably thought he was coming down there to shoot them, so that's why they they <laughs> thought they were justified. So I'm saying if he probably hadn't taken that stance, mm-hmm. and you know people get these big bad expressions on their face and emanating all this energy. Mm-hmm. And um, so they saw that and saw him. And with that, what kind of gun did he have again? AR-15. Oh, God. Now, whoever allowed him to have that weapon, his parents ought to be ashamed of themselves. They really should. They, they, there's another problem. Who does well, that? Well, that's, that's some parts I of mean, the country. Are they out in a rural area where they, they have um, wolves? And, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, brown bear. Uh-huh. Uh, Wisconsin. I, I don't I, I really have no idea what kind of animals oh, Wisconsin God, these has. people are sick. <laughs> you know, these people yeah. are sick. I'm telling you, this country's but, going down. Whatever glory days it used to have, I think it's pretty much over, really. It's just so yeah. dysfunctional and psychopathic, I, I tell you. Yeah, there, there seems it's to be crazy. a... Um, a a, 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 a be, joint belief in that from a lot of people, a lot of people. Okay, I got to get bring somebody else in, Miss Lady. All right. Okay. But thank you for okay. your opinion. I'm put you in the queue. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, area code three two three. You're on the air. What you got for me? Oh uh, yes. Uh, greetings to you, Mr. Talk. This is Shabaka Sankori. I'm the executive producer of the podcast, uh, Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. Uh, we're doing a yeah. podcast tomorrow night, sir, and uh, you should be able to see it up there because I did hit your chat room. And I said okay. the matter of tomorrow night is the Eurocentric invasion of the black mind. Now, getting to your subject at hand, uh, and I see you keep a very, very clean show, although ours is uncensored, so I'm going to keep my comments clean. First no, place, no, thank you. Kyle Wittenhouse belongs in jail. Okay. okay. The judge in that case, uh, the state of Wisconsin, needs going and disbar his ass, okay, because I don't know if that dude is senile, bigoted, biased, or a combination of all three. Wittenhouse knew what he was doing when he carried that weapon across state lines. Plus, he was only 17 years of age, and from what I understand, under the uh, federal regulations, you got to be 18 years of age to own a firearm. And uh, Okay, hold on. Hold on for a minute. Hold on. Before you, before I let you yes, go any further, hold on. Okay, sure. number one, he did not carry the weapon across state lines. Somebody was, was oh, really? holding the weapon for him. Yeah, someone was holding the weapon for him because he legally was not of age to do that. Okay? Right. So somebody else okay. had the weapon, and they brought it to him. So, no, he did not carry it across state lines. And also, being that the weapon yeah. was not a sawed-off weapon, okay, uh-huh. it was not against the law for him to be carrying it. That's why the, the um, one of the weapon charges had to be dropped. So go ahead. 
I just had to clear it oh, out yes. real fast. Oh, no, no, no. It's all good, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not the most brilliant so-and-so there is, man. You know, so I definitely appreciate the knowledge on that. But, however, I'm of the opinion, repeat, of the opinion, and we're going to be talking about this on my podcast, too, a little bit, along with our subject matter, is that he went there, in my opinion, to kill black people, preferably members of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, there's something about Black Lives Matter that I'm going to say, and I already said it on my podcast, and I'm taking my own responsibility for it. It's a 501c3 organization that George Soros owns, so it's not even black-owned, number one. Two is that when you read over their mission statement, they're worrying about LGBT, the alphabetized agenda, this crew, that crew, that crew. But one thing that is omitted is heterosexual black men. Now, with you being a black man and myself being a black man, we're the most hated, despised individuals uh, on this planet and not in this country. The former heavyweight champion, Muhammad Ali, had made the statement in 1974 uh, when he was in uh, Zaire, which is is commonly known known now as the Republic of the Congo. And he had stated that we and these other groups are not brothers is because brothers do not take their brothers and hang them in trees and castrate them and put their private parts in their mouth. So therefore, the American ethos, when it comes in regard to the black male, we are looked at, uh, I mean, this society of Western civilization does not view us of being the great scholars and the great engineers and the great navigators of what we are. They'll sit up there and tell you that some filthy, drunk, racist bastard by the name of Columbus discovered America, but we had circumnavigated the globe, you know, about two or 3,000 years before Read up on a dude by the name of Abu Bakari, okay? Now, so what the fervor is, is open season on black males, and what's really has proven its premise is this uh, kangaroo court that's going on in the state of Georgia in regard to the murder of Mr. Arbery, in which he was murdered. Them dudes were intended to go kill him. Young man is out doing road work. Uh, from what I understand, that he was in high school and he was an athlete. So, of course, that's one of the things you do to keep yourself in shape is to do your road work. So the outhouse, okay, sits up there, puts on this great Academy Award performance. and sitting up there crying. And all that garbage. Now, when you look at the photograph of him holding this weapon, he has plastic gloves on. Now, two questions. Was this here to remove his fingerprints from this weapon? Or was it to strengthen his grip to go out to aim and shoot? And I think what had happened was with him with his weapon saying he's going to protect property, and I find it kind of unusual of why he would travel across state lines to go protect somebody else's property when the property owner himself should have the adequate defense mechanisms to protect his own property. So that there goes down the toilet with me. I'm of the opinion is that his targets were black people is because the George Floyd situation that uh, ticked off everybody as well as it should have, but what it is, they want us as black men to sit there to be effeminized, 
They want us there to sit there to be brutalized. And then to quote the words of another famous black man from the 1960s when he had emphasized his Second Amendment rights and advised the black community of Oakland, California, is that the police are in the black community. They're there to contain us. They're there to brutalize us, and they're there to murder us. So when this man, and I don't have to say his name, uh, had emphasized the Second Amendment in California to protect black people, you know, from police brutalization, he was labeled a terrorist. And then a assemblyman by the name of uh, Mulford in the year 1967 had introduced uh, legislation into the California state legislature called the Gun Control Act of 1968. So, the society of yeah. America, if not all Western civilization, wants black men to be unarmed, to be effeminized, to be incarcerated, to be on drugs, or let's just say just plain stupid. So articulate individuals such as yourself, myself, not patting myself on the back, or any black man that's trying to do something positive to upgrade the quality of life in the community, well, all of a sudden, guy, you're a black racist. Oh, we're all the same, and I will invite any Caucasian to come out here to this desert where I'm sitting at right now in the middle of Arizona, okay, about six months from now, because this is November, right? So let's say May. Better yet, let's say June uh, 22nd, first day of summer. And mm-hmm. I will prove to this Caucasoid in about 15, 20 minutes of how we are not the same, and the Caucasoid must leave his sunscreen at home. And please leave a note for me how to deal with your sunburn or what have you, because I'm not going to be inhumane and leave you out here like written house or shit in the house, I'm going to call him if I may with his inhumane tactics going out here to go kill unarmed black people who are exercising their First Amendment right protesting police brutality. So I'm not going for this garbage. The judge belongs in jail. The district attorney, uh, no, the defense attorney belongs in jail. And I very, very rarely agree with the district attorney, the one charging you with the crime. Okay, that whole uh-huh. thing in Wisconsin was, was a mockery. Now, getting to the Ahmad, I'll turn it off. I already see that this lying-ass attorney, who, too, should be disbarred, that's representing these clocks, okay, is trying to sit up there and say that Mr. Arbery posed a threat simply because he was out doing this road work. But do you know what I think, though, Mr. Talk? I mean, really? I think them two okay. white boys, man, were concerned that white woman might want to get next to Mr. Arbery. You know what I mean? You remember the old <laughs> saying on the plantation okay. system, if you don't screw yeah. me, I'm going to tell Master that you raped me. Uh-huh. Look at a picture called Mandingo that was okay. made in a sex school called Los Angeles, <laughs> California, where I grew up at. Right. Uh-huh. No, nah, for real, man. For real, for real. No, right. I, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Ho- I mean, hold on, Shabaka. Yeah. I need to open up the other lines, man. Yeah, I yeah, need to open up the other lines so everybody can get their turn, okay? So yes, let me go ahead and open up the other lines. All right, y'all. Everybody's lines going to be open at the same time. So let's get civil and one person at a time. <laughs> Not, y'all, know, y'all, know I, y'all know how I can shut you down. All right. So all yes, lines sir. are open. So go ahead and, and discuss. And I get in every now and then after I do a little researching. So go for it. Well, how you doing? What's the one? How you doing, Miss Lady? Um, yeah, what's up? Uh, wonderful. I just wanted to say a couple of things. Um, 
Hey, I just want to talk about this property for a minute. He says he went somewhere to protect other people's property that's not his. Well, let's just talk about protecting our property. Let's give a couple scenarios real quick. If a woman comes uh-huh. over my house and starts busting my windows out, my house, busting my windows and my car windows, do I have a right to get a gun and put it to her head and do a citizen's arrest on her? No. That's, if a customer leaves a business, goes outside, I they leave a business, takes a brick and busts up the store's window because the owner of the business did not give the customer proper service. Does the owner have a right to get a gun and shoot or take a citizen's arrest to put the gun at them? The police is called. See, we're going to the Constitution, and one thing, now if you want to talk about he had to defend his main property, which is his body, that's the number one property that you have, and the police cannot always come and take care protect your property. But in the Constitution, they said, well, the, well the, the National Guard only comes to protect the property, the business property. They don't really get involved in the protest. The Army, but you, that's what the Army and the National Guard is for, the Constitution. But then they want to say the citizens can do it, and then that's where we get blurred. Because they're saying a citizen's arrest. Any old body can go and get another person. They don't have a badge. They're not officers. They can get out of it and they can make a citizen's arrest with a loaded gun. You mean to tell me in some states you're giving that a lot of authority to any untrained citizen? Well, why do we train our police officers? We train our police officers because when you encounter something like that, a conflict in your society, First of all, it's good to have a badge on so the citizens can know that the society gave this person a little bit of authority over you. And like, like people would say, wait, well, you have to follow this. We do that. But we have to watch out what we do. In a more awkward case, I'm not, you know, I'm going to stand on topic, but another citizen's arrest. I'm going to get done after this. I was in L.A. the first week in November. And I drove around, I stayed downtown. I met a buddy from the internet, Kenneth, for the first time. We watched the game together. But while I was driving downtown, I saw parts of Skid Row. 80% of Skid Row was black African-American people. But I saw a person, while I was at a light, take up two bricks, Mr. Talk, and he was pointing them like they were a gun. Boom, boom, boom. Of course we know he has a mental problem. I don't shun him. I felt sorry for him. But this country that we live in, someone like that is able to get a gun and go to any metropolitan city, especially down south, and stand out there with a loaded gun with a crazy mind like that. This is why this government and these states need to adjust their laws and realize that the Constitution, if you play it out in its entirety, as of it is now, that's why you have to adjust it. I'm done. It's an ever-growing thing. You can't have that in this type of society. A 14- and 17-year-old, 16, 15, in some of these states now with these games and all your, they're going to be able to hold a gun just like they did in the 18 and 1700s when they had the guards at farm. It's a little bit different. 
So that's all I'm saying. Um, people have to watch out. When he went to there to go to protect property, he was saying he was willing to put a bullet in someone's head because someone bust a store window. I'm saying if you're going to do that, if someone busts up your car window, or you, I think that's a um, that's something that's off balance. That that doesn't fit the crime. If someone busts your car window, you shouldn't kill them. They shouldn't be able to die off of that. If someone tries to kill you physically, then you should be able to physically do something to them. I think that's equal. I, I, I don't know. Some people say, well, if someone punches you in the mouth, you know, it's, it's you should be able to punch them in the mouth and not get a gun and punch them in the mouth. But down south, you can do that. If you punch somebody in the mouth down south and they have a gun on you, no matter if they can punch you back, they can say, he hit me hard enough, I fell, and I'll, you know. So that's why I didn't want you to keep the hands to this stuff. So that's all I'm saying, Mr. Stuff. It, it doesn't fit well, me about property well. in it. And the only thing I want to say this, if that's so, can you apply that in other situations like someone coming over your house, busting your window, or a customer, just one of customer busting a store window? Can, you know, someone put a, you know, shoot somebody for that? That's it. I know okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah. On that, okay. The gentleman has oh, a very, very good point. Oh, yes. Uh huh. Well, go ahead. I'll let you finish first. Go ahead, and then we're gonna okay, bring no, Tianki just... in. Go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Tianki. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, anyway, but the the person who's protecting this business—that's his livelihood. You know what I mean? And in some states, you know, they do allow the proprietors, you know, to have weapons on them as they're conducting their business. You know, prevent from uh, armed robberies. Uh, but however, a closed fist in some states uh, can be uh, viewed as a deadly weapon, depending on your qualifications. If you your martial artist, former boxer, or what have you. That's all I want to say in that one right there. Okay. Thank you. And basically, that's what I was going to say. So, all right. Good way of putting okay. it. Go ahead, the Yankee. You know, I was going to say this. I think all facts made this remark, but only federal trials can make presidents, not local and not state. Another point. Wisconsin state constitution rules Wisconsin and permits it permits the cities to exist like Kenosha it permits villages and towns to exist it permits the villages and towns and cities to have their own government their own police force and also it says that it has its own second amendment which mimics that of the U.S. federal second amendment the thing I like about it says you can have as many guns as you want to. Another point. The people that own those three car lots was Kyle Rittenhouse's cousins. And somebody, a group of thugs, and heathens had burnt up one the night before. It's only two of them, owners. So they needed some help, family help, in order to protect it. And, yes, you can use deadly force to protect your property. Didn't the Koreans do that when them thugs was trying to burn down their properties during the L.A. riots? They were uh, shooting back. Me, I was there at the L.A. riots. So those Koreans have burned down their own property. Hey, man, ain't nobody talking to you. Man, shut up, man. Like I said, you know, I'm being civil right here, okay? I don't care right, if you're talking to me or not. Mr. I was in Los Angeles. Mr. Talker, if I do that, you'd be getting bad at me. 
No, I'll just kick you off the air like I done before and barred you from my show. But go ahead with your No, internet, nobody man. come to your damn name. show. That's why you're here oh, trying to steal people. Of, no, we got a lot of people coming to the damn show, but you barred. You carry a gun or can you? Who, me? You talking about me, man? That's none of your damn business. Come F with me, man, so. and find out the hard way. I find so. out the hard way. Come find well, out the hard way. With this, with this, with this, I'm sorry, Mr. Saying, Talk. Well, no, no well, you ain't sorry. Well, That's well, typical of you. Well, Pianti, let's talk about what you're saying. And, and see, we have that a lot in our community, Pianti. What's Many that? Black, I, I don't... Black people killing each other over material things and murder. Listen to what you're saying. I've got you. Well, you, you know, all facts. Hang on for a second. Okay. Okay. You don't have 2,813 blacks as of last Thursday shot by other blacks in 169 days with okay. 366 murders okay, in Chicago. And what were they over? I don't know what, what they was over. You no, know, the no, funny no, thing no. about it, I don't know how That's they still, and you know, the kids there got to wear bulletproof backpacks, and when they when they go to school, they have to either walk or run zigzag to prevent from being shot. Three All black right, women were standing on the corner. Hold on, hold on, praying. hold on. That's, that's speculation right there. Just all speculating. Right. They, they do it. It's in the paper. No. But, but, go ahead. You had three black women standing on the corner praying for peace, and some fool came up and shot all three of them and killed them. Pianti, in Baltimore, we just had a woman, a woman just got killed in a church, and a 13-year-old girl just got shot seven times, one in the head, right next to Gilmore Recreation Center where Freddie Gray. Listen, brother, I asked you a question. You just brought up the black crime rate, and I was trying to make a point, but I asked you, Pianti, why are they killing each other? And you I think, you know what, Alphax, I'm going to tell you the truth. To answer your this question. This is my point. This is my point. Read Dr. Francis Quest Wilson, your no, social no, no, this is my point. No, no, I don't talk about this. This is my point. You guys were talking about, listen to what you guys are saying. People are able to kill for their physical store property because that's their livelihood. Kill somebody. Take somebody's life because they busted up, and like the brother was saying, some of those Koreans burnt down their own stores because yes, they took sir, they did. other situations. Hold up. Brother, let me finish. Some, yes, not sir. all Pianti, listen. Some can be in the numbers, so I'm speaking logically. Some of those business owners burnt down their own stores and took advantage of the situation for insurance money, and they rebuilt Pianti. Okay. Well, all yeah, facts, no, let me say hold this. On. Let me talk about something. One last thing. Go ahead and get down. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Everybody step back. Everybody step back. Everybody step back for a minute. All right? Now, see, and this is what I say a lot of times. You know, instead of having the conversation, we didn't go on to try to prove who, which point is right. All right, who who got the air going? I hear you. Yeah, my ears. Yeah, that uh, was but, me. That was my uh, my ticket. Okay, okay. So what what I'm saying is, let's have the, the conversation. You know, there's both positives, positives and negatives on both sides. 
You understand what I'm saying? And, and that's where we are today. We, we're too busy trying to prove which side is right, what is right, what is wrong, when we should be trying to figure out a, a reason for it and a way to stop it, period. You know, yes, as, far sir, as, this, right. as, far, as far as this gun thing, this country has been fighting over weapons for eons, centuries. So, I mean, why do you think it's going to change now? As far as the black on black, remember earlier, the last show on PNK, I said it was white on white, and nobody, you know, hey, why you say that? It's the same thing. White people kill white people just as much as black people kill black people. However, however, you know, it's more emphasis on the black people. Why? Because it's easier to vilify that because of No, it's because they disproportionately do it. Would you listen to me? Would you listen to me? This portion in it, whatever, it, it, it's done because most people that are not of the dark-skinned persuasion see that and, and watch the movies and Samuel Jackson's and the badasses on TV and figure every black person is like that who don't have a daily interaction with them. So anytime someone has that, the first word come out of thugs and hoodlums and whatever. And it shouldn't be that way. Everybody is human. And, and there's going to be... Um, Good, bad, and good and bad times in, in both situations. But nobody wants to sit down and talk about how to stop it. Everybody wants to talk about, well, this happened, this happened, to prove that one is worse than the other. No, they both bad. They are both atrocious. All of it. But well, nobody. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Now, and in this case of Rittenhouse, yeah, it was easy to say, yeah, he was, but. If it, the the facts are the facts. The boy was defending himself. You know, if I get hit in the head a couple times with a big boy, yeah, I'm gonna come up with anything I got and try and hurt the guy back. I mean, that's that's just self survival. Let's be honest. Uh, true. See, and, and, yeah. see, this is what I'm saying. You have to look at it in, in a logical, non um um non violent, non conformist way to understand what what was going on. Yes, there was some. <laughs> Subliminal messages sent with the verdict and with what the judge was saying. Yes, that's what was all part of it. But when you get to the bottom line and look at it, yeah, the guy was defending himself. All facts. Yes, if I have property and somebody's breaking windows and, and, and uh, trying to come in through that broken window, yes, I, I'm, I'm going to put some rounds in them. I'm not going to play with them because I ain't got time for that. I'm too old for that. Okay? Now, I'm defending right. my property. That's my livelihood. Okay, that yes, that is sir. some of the that is that is that is that is wait a minute wait a minute wait no 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 wait 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 no no that that's right wait a minute let me finish this my show I shut y'all down now hold up that's right all right hold up all right so and basically what I'm saying is yeah that's my right to defend my property it's just that simple right you know and you know. Basic human behavior says if you feel harmed, you're going to defend yourself. Right. Now, I know there's some instances where you got to flight or fight, you know, and everybody's built different. I'm built to go to your behind because I'm not running from you. Run from no man. Exactly. So, so exactly. It, you know, right. it is what it is. So yeah. when we look at certain things, we have to get from under the, the influence of what society tells us is right and wrong and look at the logical human way, human behavior yeah. way. Human way. Human and that's it. Okay. 
Uh, okay, hold on. I got some. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let Joe go ahead, Joe. Then I'm gonna bring P. Ross in. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um. Uh, let me see. Uh, all facts you were talking about. You can't make a citizen's arrest because somebody's busting out your windows. Let's say somebody comes over to your house and busts your windshield. Well, I don't know what the laws are, but if somebody's busting in um, my windshield, uh, let's say I go out there with a gun, I don't shoot, but I say halt. Stop. Don't do this anymore. Now, if the guy doesn't stop, okay, and he starts to run away, I would think, and I'm assuming this, correct me if I'm wrong, You would, if I shot the guy as he's running away, that would be bad. However, if I don't shoot him, then okay. he and everybody else can come back and finish the job of not only um, busting out my windshield, but burning down my house. Oh, so no, I, no, no, stop, stop. So I, stop, wait, stop, I haven't finished. Break. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay, right, thanks. So, okay, the person there, um, I'm saying, halt, stop, desist, uh, whatever. They don't. Now, am I supposed to just, um, uh, I think I'm, I can make a citizen's arrest, regardless of whether that's the, uh, the legal title or not. If the person resists, okay, starts trying to fight me, I'm going to shoot him. I can't allow looters to do, to do what they want to do because if I do, then it's going to be a contagion throughout all of America. So I'm finished. Go ahead. Okay. No, no. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. I got a caller need to come in that hasn't spoken. Okay. So let me let me bring P. Ross in. All right. Okay. And I look at my female points of view. All right, P. Are you there? You with me? Yeah, I'm here. How's everybody doing? Hey, um, you know, I've been sitting here listening to everybody, and you know, everybody are making pretty valid points because if he is Rittenhouse, his parents had dual custody, fifty percent in one state, fifty percent in another state. The law says that he is a resident of that state. Did he have permission to have that weapon according to those laws? Yes, he did. And as you were arguing, you know, the prosecution didn't do a very good job in proving what his intent was. The only thing that was shown was truly that he was defending himself. Now, as far as the white-on-white crime and the black-on-black crime, it doesn't matter. They're all human beings. And when you can dehumanize a person, like they were saying, you can't call them victims or you can't call them this, calling them a victim gives them a human nature, gives the jury the ability to see them as people. So when you can't see that, you know, when that's not displayed, when you displaying their records, their bad behavior, you know, you know their past or whatever, oh, yeah, they, they deserve to die. When you can make a person seem less than, then guess what? You're not concerned about that person because you're going to look at a right. teenage white boy who got his whole life ahead of him and say, oh, well, they was older than him. Those was adults. They knew what they was doing. You know, hey, they shouldn't, instead of saying that Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have been there with a gun, they saying, well, they shouldn't have been there. They was adults. They knew better. This is a teenager, you know, and don't make the best decisions. But being of a teenage mind, he did what he thought was right. Now, switch it over. 
a black youth in the same situation. I truly believe, and 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 and, and the testament of this country in these courthouses, it wouldn't have turned out the same way. It wouldn't have turned out the same way. And and nobody nobody can convince me that it would have. And that is the thing that nobody wants to deal with. So when we're talking about right. people protesting after the written house verdict, that's part of the reason that they're protesting because it is unequal and it is unfair. And I don't care what anybody says. Being a black man in this country, they do their best to dehumanize you. From the movie, right. from the commercial, to the media, yes, to the ma'am. news, that is what they do, and that is what they always have done. Yeah, say okay. so, Mr. Tell. Okay, no, no, can I get a report from Joe? Real quick and do No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll go ahead, Sparker, then it's on Pete. Go ahead. Okay, it's on me, Mr. Tell. Okay, all right, yeah, because you're trying to figure it out a little bit. Okay, the sister was uh, making a very, very valid point right there, where she says of how they dehumanized the black male. And as Dr. Francis Quest Wilson had wrote off in her uh, writings, great scholar, is that it is the image of us as black men that the media projects, particularly with that cesspool called Hollywood. And on my podcast, I always give her my regards. Like I said, I grew up in Los Angeles. Now, Dr. Huey Percy Newton, when he tried to exercise the Second Amendment right to protect black people to have them protecting themselves, he was labeled as a terrorist. The state of California changed the gun laws in California to this very day why you cannot open carry in California because of the Black Panther Party. Not to mention the fact, uh, Jed Hoover. Okay, Jed Hoover had came up with the counterintelligence program because he had made it be known that even with Martin Luther King with the Civil Rights Movement, that the threat to the national security of the United States of America is the organization of black people. He did not say militants. He did not say integrations. Just the mere organization of black people was a threat to the United States. So, therefore, as I say on my show, we welcome any coon, tom, ass-scratcher, what have you to call in at 516-418-5996 tomorrow night. We'll be happy to have you. But it is the American ethos in regard to us as black men. They love our women. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what Black Friday was all about. But us as men being men, they despise us, and we must quit killing ourselves. They always project the image of us killing ourselves. They got us socially engineered to kill ourselves, and Dr. Francis Cross Wilson has proved that in her great knowledge and in her writing. When you look at these uh these rap lyrics, N G R this, B I this, that, there, the other. But as Asada Shakur had said that it is an excellent art form and it could be used in a positive way to uplift the quality of life of black people in the United States oh and in the whole diaspora and it's up to us to take care of ourselves. Integration didn't work. Sorry to bust let everybody's me, bubble. Let me, let me. Well I think uh I think Francis Chris Wilson was married to a white man, but I guess something that's something I heard. Another point. You wanna carry black men in uh, Saint Louis open carry downtown Saint Louis with all sorts of weapons, including crossbow bowls. 
During the Ferguson riots, black men, along with oath oath keepers, protected property. It was on the roofs and walking around outside of them. So I don't know what it is in California, but in St. Louis, and it it is different because these states are sovereign. What comes first, we the people, the sovereign state, then comes the federal government. And, Mr. Talk, I'm happy that you can pronounce Rittenhouse's name correctly and not use the S word to pronounce his name. It just, that just is so childish. Oh, I'll see you guys. There we go. There we go. See what okay. I'm talking about. I'll see uh, you next right, week, on, Mr. Wait, Talk. Anyway, <laughs> say it, Ross. Okay, I wanted to respond to, to, um, to all facts or whatever when he said that, um, you know, uh, uh, they, they accept the black women. No, that's not true. They tolerate black women because any black woman, and I can tell you this from personal experience and other black women in profession, professional black women who I have spoken to, whether they're in, 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 in colleges as professors or CEOs of business. They have uh-huh. a hell of a fight getting to that place because society or the systematic racism that nobody wants to admit exists holds them back. They, the, the salaries are lower. They have a harder fight getting there. They always got to prove themselves, carry themselves, watch how they dress, watch how they talk, you know, watch what their personal affiliations are outside of the workplace in order to so-called reach that status quo and let them come out their mouth and say something uh, wrong or that doesn't uh, agree with colonialism, you know, then they out of a job. They got to get a lawyer, you know, to, to, to fight because they stood up for what they believe in. We have a case mm-hmm. right now in Gaston County. The, 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 the city manager right here in Florida, the city manager um, took the, the, the city commission to court. He was suing them in order to have the ability to hire more police officers. They got, it's, it's, it's not a big, big, big city, but it definitely needs more than two cops in that city with all of the crime and the increase in crime. So they allowed him to hire a police chief, but they would not allow him to hire any more beat officers. And when he initiated the lawsuit in order to have the right to hire more police officers to protect the citizens, they fired him. They, 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 they took away his contract, okay? Now, half of the commission are black people, uh-huh. but the power is behind them. You see what I'm saying? You, always, mm. you shouldn't be a black male or a black female and, and vote according to what the status quo states you ought to do. It's citizen mm. and most of, of Quincy, you know, is, is uh-huh. African-American population. But you shouldn't have to be worried about what the governor is going to say or what somebody else is going to say because of your ethnicity or the ethnicity of the people in that city or the people in that community just because you want to hire more police officers. That makes no sense. 
because the black community, just like any other community, they want their property protected. They want their lives protected. They don't want nobody coming in, holding up their store, you know, every other day or every other week, or shooting up their kids every other day or every other week. Put some make police officers more visible in the area. But if you only got two or three, and Gadsden County has six municipalities, six whole cities, but you don't want to. Well, if well, I say, okay, if I may say, that, okay, well, can I, hold on, hold on, sir. I, I can, can I say something because my name was called and I want to respond to Joe, Mister Talk. Can I have this? I, I think I'll get this in ninety seconds. Real quick. First of all, <laughs> you know, uh, hold on, hold on, facts, hold on. Ross, okay. were you done, Ross? Were you done, Ross? Yeah, that's, that's, that's it, that's it. Uh, okay, all right, go yeah. ahead, all facts, then we bring Shabaka in. Go See, ahead. Your volume is low, low facts. Can you get closer to the mic? Oh, you said my volume is low. Can I, how can you hear me now? Is it good now? I can hear you, you fine. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, first of all, Ross, um, well, my show is Black African American Dialogue. I'm going to be, since Thursday is Thanksgiving, I'm going to come tomorrow or Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night at 9, Eastern Standard Time Blog Talk. I talk about Black African American male improvement, man. So I, I don't know what you were talking about, but I'm going to move from there. Listen to what I'm saying, guys. And Joe, listen, Pianchi, listen. And it goes back to the crime rate in the Black African American community. Listen, watch the scenario closely. I'm standing out my side, and I have my gun in my hand, and I'm in the southern state. I have a right. They say protect my property. A woman or a man is beating up my car, busting up my car, and busting it and trying to uh, cause arson to my house, put my windows down. I'm watching this. People are telling me that when I see this, I should put a cap in their leg. Because they're touching my property. Remember, they're not touching the ultimate property, which is my body. My, your physical body is the number one property because that's how you live. You can't get no other property without you living. So, so they're not touching me physically. But remember, the car has insurance on it. The house has insurance on it. But people are telling me right now that I have a right to put a cap in their butt. When they're not physically touching me, I'm just saying, if that is the consciousness, please, how can you criticize my black community with the murder rate? Because they're, they're killing over petty material things or petty quarrels. To me, that's petty to shoot somebody in the leg and because I got insurance on everything. Or I can call the police and get them locked up. They're not touching me physically. Remember the scenario. There's a difference between someone trying to physically touch him with the ball, but what he said, he's coming on the scene with a loaded gun to protect someone's property, not their body like someone's killing me, protect a business storefront, a physical property or material thing that's not him. That's the question that I was talking to you guys about, and I'm saying even the Constitution is now – you can be a business owner, but if they don't try to come and rob you with a gun or they don't try to physically rob you, what, 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 what are you going to do? If they run out of the store, if they bust you, do damage, and they run out of the store, can you chase them down and shoot them? No, you can't, uh, um, um, Joe. And, Joe, 
when you gave the scenario, you tried to mix it up like the person was going to attack you. No. Stay focused. They're only damaging physical property that's not you, material things that man made. That can be replaced. That can be rebuilt, but you're going to end their life. That's all I'm saying, and that should be a controversial topic because if not, you're going to talk about a lot of, a lot of people who do things and murders and a lot of disabilities, they do it over what? Money, physical property, someone stepped it on my shoe, he hit a car, road rage, accident. People are crazy or going over things that they can replace by taking people's lives. So remember what you guys are saying. You may be legally right, but think about it. That's all. That's the point that I was trying to make, Mr. Talk. You know what? You know what? I, I got that. However, I, I'm you next, Shabaka. I just got to get this in there. You know what? Yes, now, now what you arguing um, off X are morals versus law. Okay, and law is gonna win every time, dude. I understand what you're saying, and that's like telling a police officer when they shooting at somebody running away, shoot them in the knee, shoot them in the hand, and not the gun out the hand. You know, and I and you being military, me being military. And anytime we went to the range, were we ever taught to shoot anybody in the leg or the hand? No, send them out. No, but we would never. No. Right, but we, exactly. right, but we never taught them to shoot them if they're fit, if they're hitting physical property. No, we no, no, you, you're missing. No, 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 no you're, you're missing the point. No, so you're missing the point. He went to God's property. Yeah, physical no, property. it it is your property. You have worked hard for it, and whatever you decide, right. if somebody if somebody breaking into your property, you have the right to do to defend it. Now, remember well, a couple of shows ago, right. I talked about choices. Now that's a choice you're gonna have to make. You know, if you want to go ahead and say, okay, I got insurance, they can do it, depending on what they're doing, or, you know, that's fine, that's fine. And then you got the other scope where somebody say, no they bust in here, I, I'm putting I'm putting a cap in them. You know, i.e., i.e., wait a minute, here's here's a good example, i.e., January 6th, when, 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 that, when that girl broke into the Capitol and she was trying to get in the chambers and that security guard shot her, remember that? Okay. Okay, but what, he, he was trying to somebody have, physically... Okay, so Who was she, she threatening? Threaten she was trying to come through. She was trying to come no. through a window, right? Basically, she wasn't trying to threaten nobody because wasn't nobody there but the guards. Uh, no, 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 no. First, first of all, they were saying okay. killing somebody. They were yelling to kill somebody, and she was, and and they, he had a physical threat. They were going to physically hurt somebody. They had moths and all the things out there. But I'm just saying, Mr. Talk. Okay, so how? Say, I agree with but, you. But women, but how do we know that? How how do we know that? She was just coming through the window. No, listen, listen. No, no, no. How do we know that? Only thing we know is she was coming through coming through that window, and oh boy, put some caps in. All right, under the 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 thought process that he was protecting himself and and uh, and the building, which he was sworn to do. Right. 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 Okay then. Somewhere in the law that you can use more force when something happens. There's something called the law. When someone does commit a crime to you, like smack you in your face, and then you say you defended yourself by stabbing them in their face and they die, they're going to say, well, yes, the person shouldn't have hit you, but you took, you shouldn't have went that route. What I'm saying is, fine, you can have that, but when you supply what you're saying to a lot of other elements, and I'm saying, I'm not saying that someone breaks into your house, you don't defend it. That's something totally different. 
because uh-huh. you don't know what they're going to do, come and kill you or nothing. I'm saying if you're on the outside and a business owner see protesters beating up, they're, they're out of the store and they're beating up and damaging their, their property, someone says, well, I have a right to put a cap in their head. I'm just saying when someone has road rage, don't just say that man because someone messes up their property. Listen to what you're saying. Someone damaged your property and you got mad enough, you did get mad, and you felt like you had to put up, put it in their ears. That's what you. That, that's what it comes down to. What you're saying by law, and I'm saying if that's by law, fine. But you can replace it, and you got insurance on it. They're not physically touching your body. They're not breaking in your house in the middle of the night, and you got to put a cap in their head. So that's what Wittenhouse did. He was going there with a gun, waiting for people to bust people's property. And if they would have bust somebody's property, what he's going to do? Come here. Uh, come here, grab the person up with a loaded gun. The citizens, the monsters, the rowdies are going to say, get off of me. Why are you going to shoot me for? See, this is what I'm saying. I already got the and point. the police is not Okay. Okay. So All right. All nice right. Show. Well, the prosecutor, the prosecutor didn't prove that. So you talking about intent, but prosecution didn't do that. But go ahead, Shabaka. I promise you. Well, before you start, all right, we got nine minutes left. We're going over a little bit. So if you're not on the phone lines, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. If not, hey, you can catch the rest of the show in the archives later on this afternoon. All right, you have the floor, Shabaka. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, first place, uh, when it comes to the police, okay, you know, I kind of like, got mixed emotions on that as you stated is that uh, you know all of us have been trained in weapons of course you go for dead center match but you got those who put on that badge man and they would have what they would call the wide Earp syndrome and i'm sitting out here in the middle of arizona where wide Earp did his thing down in a place called tombstone they have this uh notion to play god they violate People's rights. The Los Angeles Police Department is notorious for it. That's why they had the party there in 1992 is because when you beat a man 52 times with a baton and you hit him with a taser five times, you're not trying to make an arrest. You know, that's attempted murder. And the guys weren't even charged with that. So quite naturally, of course, uh, it was a miscarriage of justice in Los Angeles in 1992, and that's why they had the party uh, that they did. Now, Wittenhouse is, like I said, uh, as you had pointed out, that uh, he was protecting, you know, or called himself to protect some of his relatives' property, which were auto lots, right? But I'm of the opinion, repeat, of the opinion is that Wittenhouse was going out there with bravado. He's young, and he had wanted to go out there and kill an NGR, and that's, that's the bottom line of it. But it just so happened that these other individuals got in his way on his way to that mission is because of... Uh, Hollywood projects this negative image of us, of black males particularly. They have shattered the black family unit. This is why they have taken the black male up out of the household. This is why you got a lot of our young men who are coming up effeminized. You got Billy Porter wearing dresses there in Hollywood. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yes. And then you got these uh, transgenders talking about that they're women. No, you're not a woman because you cannot menstruate, you cannot ovulate, and you cannot bear children. You are a mutilated male. And I've been suspended off of Facebook for saying that. And I welcome the suspension is because that just means that uh, we're getting somewhere. So, therefore, what you've got to do is re-strengthen the black 
family unit. We also have got to strengthen black business where we become economically self-sufficient. And these other groups, they can go out there and hold their own testicles, man, because we went out there in the civil rights movement, got busted upside the head, got hit with fire hoses, and what have you. And all these other groups are benefiting off of our suffrage, and they look at us as less than human. This is the American ethos of how they look at black people, you see. And I hate to say, down in the state of Georgia, them SOBs are going to walk. I hope, believe me, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. But based on the history of this country in regard to black males in particular, they're going to sit up there and acquit those dudes or declare a mistrial. Hmm. Ooh, that wouldn't be a good thing in Georgia. All right. Um, Joe, thanks, Chewbacca. That was, that was great. Yes, sir. Come on, Joe. Okay. What you got for me? Well, I, all right, look, if you've got a car lot, you've got about, let's say, a couple hundred cars in the lot. Now, you've got people coming over, let's say five or six um, teenagers, drunk, doesn't matter who they are. They start busting out the windshields. Now, according to all facts, and I guess, uh, to be fair to him, other people like him, they would say, oh, no, look, ah, they're not going to invade the office. They're not, going at, they're not they're trying to hurt you. They're not going to your house. Let them bust up the windshields. Tell them to stop. If they don't stop, call the police. But as P. Ross stated, if you're in a community where you've only got about two cops, it's not going to make a difference. And even if you have a community in which is um, so-called uh, cops uh, proportional to the population, it's still not going to do any good because they're not going to get there until about 15 minutes later, after the crime has been done. So according to uh, the particular people who believe no violence unless you are being attacked, your body or your home, and you have to be inside the home, then you're going to go out there in the parking lot and you're going to say, stop, and they're going to say, no. So what are you going to do? Nothing? No. You're going to take a gun. You're going to say, get off my property first. They're going to say, F you, and then I shoot. That sends a message do not come back. I have the right to protect my property. I have the right uh, to protect my livelihood. And even if it's not my livelihood, these people will come back with reinforcements and probably do more damage. Those people who disagree with me, I consider you nuts, not just all facts, anybody. Because if you don't think that's not what's going to happen, you are nuts. If you allow criminals to remain criminals, they will up their behavior. I'm not talking about upgrading. I'm talking about increasing their violence against victims. So I'm done for that. Um, that's it for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. All sure. right. Anybody else? Anyone else? All right. So. Where no one wants to come up. Probably closing our Go ahead. What you got to say, um, Alfred? Well, well, Joe brings up a good point. Remember, listen to what he does. He has a half an hour to think about it, and he says, listen to what he puts in. He says, a town with no holy police. So he's trying to, like, up the community like the community has no choice. But I agree with Joe. But, Joe, people who think just like you, if you ever question yourself about why, Black African-American males are killing each other in the inner cities and through the decades. It's just not about the other things that help them get to that point. But it's the mentality that you have. 
somebody touches something of mine, I am going to kill for it. If it's a block, if it's my girl, if it's my money, if you stepped on my Jordan at a club and you didn't say excuse me to write them off properly, they have that mentality too. So you have, if you apply your mentality to poor black African in a group of people, they're going to kill each other, Joe. See, you can apply, I have to say this real quick, and I have to say this, Joe, because we bring up trouble black community. Your community, you can have that mentality because you're abundant in this society and you're well off. So you can have that attitude. But when you bring that attitude and mentality to a poor group of people, the descendants of slaves that's struggling, and it's not what you know, it's who you know, and we're not even talking about racism. I ain't even thinking about racism, but what, what you know. When you apply that, then you have a crime wave, and you have a young man that says, if you touch my stuff, I'm going to blow your head off. And the thing that he's talking about that someone may have did wrong, it can be replaced. Money can always be replaced. That store can always be rebuilt. Your mm. house can always be rebuilt. But lot can't. Now, uh, but we're talking about in critical situations. And I'm just saying, Joe, if a guy that you love and love winds up assaulting a girl because she physically touches his property, I guess you're going to be okay with it, Joe. Can you come on the public and air and tell um, a story about a guy, hold on, hold on, about a okay. man physically doing something to a male or female just because they damaged their property that they had insurance on. You're not going to defend that because you don't want to apply this concept to other things and situations in life. Everything is situational, Joe. That's why you can't apply your quote-unquote law and your logic in every situation because think about it. We'll have anarchy if we really Mm. apply what you say. If someone damaged my property, I got a right to put a bullet in their head. Okay. All right. So um, I would think in the black community it would be even more prevalent to have that kind of mindset I have because if you've got property and you've got people coming over there to try to burn down the property or damage the property, I would think it would behoove black communities um, to shoot the uh, the people who are who are looting and destroying because if uh, if uh, whites have all this abundance and blacks don't, then they have something more to lose and they have something better to protect. Now, getting back to your uh, your assumption that if somebody steps on my sneakers, that I have the right. I don't have the right to kill him because that's called unreasonable force. You only oh have God. the right to use reasonable force. And there have been white people who have gone to jail because they um, disobeyed and uh, crossed uh, over that law. But if you don't, if you think that, if you have property that you've worked for and if you think that, um, you know, people aren't going to come back once you let them out of the parking lot to do more damage. Also, I want to address, they have insurance. They can be replaced. Sure. Now, the people are going to, once I replace the cars, got insurance, people come back, burn it down again. I won't have insurance. Just like there's no insurance against uh, so-called protests. 
Um, uh, well, you move somewhere else, I, and, 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 and the community is going to be tough, Joe. Yeah, it's well, still, I'm not. It's not up to me. A reasonable force for Joe. Remember, I mean, you're Joe. saying that. All facts. Right. Watching out all facts. Business, all facts. Put it in a bullet <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You know wow. what? Okay. okay. Yeah, this is just going. Woo. This is going. No. <laughs> Someone fucked up you my McDonald's. Look. Look. I'm a, I'm a, look. Look. Wow. Let me go okay. to tell you like this. Okay. If you own a weapon and you have property, learn the laws of your state. That way, you don't have to worry about it. You're covered. Bingo! We always say you need to learn the law. So that's one way of doing it. You know, you can't say, they right. tell you, ignorance of the law is no excuse. So, to, to take care of yourself and make it better, do it like that. See how easy that was? <laughs> oh, real good there, Eric. They're not going to get away with murder. If, if, if your girlfriend busts out your car window, please don't think like Joe and them. Please read the law and say they damaged my property. Oh, thanks. The problem is you don't listen to me. Don't go you don't okay. listen to what I said. You do but not. Post, please, uh, please don't go broke. Please don't be And I'm going to do what I've done in the past. I'm just going to let you talk and say you win. No, all right, no, so. no but, 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 but I'm just saying, well, I'm, real quick, with all the footage that you go for the gray, you're saying if a Korean person would have came out and saw those black people riding butt up those bars, and a Korean person would have shot and boom one of those black people out. You think that he would have got off, and the all of America should have been on the side of the Koreans. That's what's not going to go, Joe. <laughs> that's not what say, I said, wow. and that's your assumption. No, no, that's what you're you're, you're crossing but, over but from a particular yeah. situation. Hold on, hold on. Political. Hold on, all facts. Michael, what you say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause, cause, yeah, you, 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 you getting a whole lot of stuff putting in one basket and say, this is what it's gonna be like. This is what it's gonna be. Like. That, yeah, no, no. No, it's no. scenario wise. In the law, you do give scenarios. Okay, scenarios. All facts. I got it. Korean I got the facts. You say the you can't. And the Korean you don't, guy would have taken one of those black guys that's burned it out. You think I'm wrong? would have said, let that guy go, no, Joe, and you probably would have got on the show and said, no, that guy should have did it. He should have got out of that neighborhood. He knew what those guys okay. were doing. Oh, boy. He's getting the right. Can I go over to your show? Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um. Okay, well, he's gone now, too. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. They, they get the rambling, then they got to go. What kind of mess is that? <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, glad to see all facts is back. I guess he can't promote his show anymore because he gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we. You know what? It, it's it's late, so we're not gonna do the 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 topic on abortion. I just say that for next week because we are gonna talk about that, and it's the human cost of being denied an abortion. So, gonna do your research, and because we're gonna be rocking with that one next week, I'm I'm sure we are. Yeah. It should be very interesting. Very interesting, and I hope I do have um, ladies call in with their their points of view as well, which may surprise some of y'all. But since that is it, and everybody ran away, you know. See, this is what. Okay, I will wait. All right, so go ahead, P. Ross, with your last words. <laughs> wow, I don't even know what to say now. That was a whole lot. <laughs> that was a good show. But, you know. 
it was some valid points being brought out. And at the end of the day, the law is the law, and that's what they're going to adhere to. But as I said earlier, you know, as long as we can dehumanize people, whether they're black or white, because that's what they did to those people, bringing up their their past, their criminal records and all of that. And the, the defendant had the jury's empathy. They, he had the jury's empathy because of his age, you know, and, and, and because of the fact that the prosecutors could not prove his intent. Other than he was going down there to do exactly what he said to protect, you know, property. Nobody asked about nobody asked about his, you know, his his relationship or his uh, involvement or knowledge of Black Lives Matter or any of that. Nobody asked, and and he stated, you know, he's he's not a racist and all of this. Well, what do most racists say? I'm not a racist. That's what they're gonna say, you know. Um, um, 46 was always talking about, you know, uh, uh, Trump was always talking about uh, he wasn't a racist. But the things that he said, the things that he did, his actions proved otherwise. See, and that's what nobody gets to. You know, your actions prove your intent. See, so so at, at, at the end of, at the end of the day, you know, the justice system and, and the judge and, and everybody swayed um, the jury in the direction that they needed it to go in. I still think it was basically because a lot of it, and I think a lot of the people that was behind him, was NRA, you know, and those people who are so afraid that their gun laws going to be taken away from them, those people to say, don't tread on me, you'll get my, you'll move my gun with from my cold, dead hands, you know, those people, those people, you know, whether they had an interest in the case or not, it's all about them. It's all about their views. It's all about their ideology and how they think. And as long as people think like that, these kind of things in this country are going to continue to happen. As long as they think people of color are less than the Caucasian race, the Aryan race, or whatever they want to define themselves as, even even evangelical, you know, as long as they think that they have the not only that they think they have the power, because they do, they do have that power, and as long as they can wield that power in their benefit, nothing is ever going to change, because they will never see other people as equal to them, and that's the issue. And I don't understand how anybody, evangelicals, uh, anybody else who say they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, but you can demean another human being, you are a liar. And even the Bible says that. You can't say that you love God and you don't love your brother, who you see every day, and God whom you have not seen. You are a liar. Let's just face it. Let's stop trying to put Jesus Christ and everything else in the midst of of, of 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 our sin, of our iniquities, and trying to justify that just because you are so called Christian. That's a lie. See, and 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 in this country, and I don't care who like it or who don't like it, you know, I believe it's the modern day Babylon because they have fallen so far away from what the Bible says about who we are to be to each other. 
And until, I don't even know, I can't even say until we get back to that because I never think that this country was ever there. It was it, 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 it was just a whitewash, you know, to make it seem like these things were important to us. But it's only important to us when we're the right color. Everybody else, like they, we used to say back in the day, if you're white, you're right. If you're black, get back. And that still exists today, regardless of what people want to say, regardless how they want to see it, how they want to, you know, how, how they want to propagandize it, because if it was anybody else out there, out there, out there marching, other than Black Lives Matter, I truly believe these things would not have occurred. Wasn't worried about protecting their property. It wouldn't have even been a concern. But the thing is, people don't realize that they're agitators put in the midst of the crowd who are not even black, who are not even people of color, who are their own race, tearing up their own property, you know, just to incite violence. Because the goal, one of the goals of the Trump administration, I don't care who believe it, who who don't believe it, was to incite a race riot. That didn't work, so they're trying to get it by any way necessary. So the more they can dehumanize an entire population and to get them in fighting within themselves or others coming against them by dehumanizing them or making them seem less than, they still accomplish their goals. People, when you're talking about staying woke, no, no, you just need to open your eyes. Yeah, you can be woke and still be blind as hell. No, you need to educate yourself and, 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 and take care of what's yours. And stop allowing media, Facebook, Fox, everybody else who has an opinion of who you are rather than you looking in the mirror and seeing who you are yourself and what your own values were and what your own values are what you're trying to grow with the crowd. Now, once we stop that, then maybe this will be a better country. That's it. All right. That was a lot. Whoa, but it's all good, good points, though. Good points. I can't argue with them. They were good points. All right. Thank you, Ross. We'll be talking to you later. All right. Come on, Joe. Give me something good going out. Well, everybody, um, enjoy the rest of the week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You know me. I'm a person of short words when it comes to this particular time of the show. So everybody just stay safe and um, I guess keep on talking as long as people don't talk over each other and give each other a chance to talk, present their views. That's um, that's a good thing. So, Eric, take care of yourself. You be safe. Try to bowl 300 this year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> and uh, same thing with P. Ross and all the other guests on the show and everybody else that I don't know, all the other 7 billion people in the, in the world. We all have rights regardless of what the laws say, regardless of whatever the constitutions are. And, um, you know, I just wish people well. Peace out. Take care. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Joe. Joe said peace out. Oh, yeah, Joe. Thank you for staying awake today. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Just because I did it once or twice. Thanks. Okay, right. If I was to go back and search all the shows, I'm sure I'd find more than twice. But okay. Really? I see that <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes, wow. you do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, all right. Thank you, Joe. Sure. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all. 
gracious with a great conversation. And I think, as I said before, conversation, that's the biggest thing to get it started. But in any case, it's got, it has to start with conversation. Yeah, everybody got their different points of view. And that's just, that's great. That's how you, you, you come up with different ideas. That's how you come up with better ideas. But in order to do that, you have to listen first. You have to listen. You know, yeah, we, we are predetermined to our thoughts and what we think and what we think is right. But sometimes you have to sit back and say, hmm, what if? What if what Pianchi said really is true? You know, how can we we change that to make it better incorporate with mine or vice versa? You know, what if P. Ross and Joe had a conversation and they realized they're closer to thinking the same, just a little fundamental things that need to be changed? It all starts with a conversation and listening. Listening. Yeah, no argument, no trying to prove who's right, who's wrong. Talking and listening. P. Ross is right. You know, that's the only way it's going to get better. And as I was saying, you know, as far as they judge, yeah, he did some unorthodox things. Yeah, he, you know, did some things that make you shake your head. But the final line was he did what I, I, I say about all the time. He wasn't trying to be on the Republican side. He wasn't trying to be on the Democratic side. He was just doing what he thought was right. And in hindsight, if you look at it, what he did made a lot of sense. But that's my, my my opinion anyway, okay? I mean, everybody else had their, you know, their takes on it. And, yeah, everybody has has points. But, you know, I feel you have to look at the whole picture and everything will be all right. Okay, so we're going to get out of here. We're uh, Monday, next Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Remember... Keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you laugh at yourself, everything else is gravy. You know, and as we was talking you know, about what going on, I was, trying to, I was trying to sit here and think about what song I was going to play to going out. And the more I scrolled down, I couldn't find anything until one popped up at me. And we're going to go with Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, because you can't change nothing unless you change yourself first. I'm out of here, y'all. Y'all have a great week. See ya. I'm going to make a change for once in my life. It's going to feel real good. Gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. As I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street, but not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them?
nights I was addicted to the dark side Somewhere inside my childhood when it's my heart died And even though we both came from the same places The money and the fame made us all change places I couldn't beat through the misery that came to pass The hard times make a true friend afraid to ask I come to see but you can run to me when you need me I never leave honestly, someone to believe in As you can see, it's a small thing to a truth What could I do, real homies help you get through And come and knew he'd do the same thing if he could Cause in the hood, true homies make you feel good And after times we be acting up, call the cops Bring the peace to the peace that was on my block And never stopped when my mama asked me, will it change? Tell me, yeah, but it's clear all you be the same You gotta make a change on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.